Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today's topic, we will be discussing a proposal that the UC system has placed on the table and is now being criticized by many students, including myself. In recent events, UC leaders are now proposing an increase in tuition for in-state students as well as out-of-state students. The reason behind this is because their quote-unquote revenue streams have not kept up with pace with the university's undergraduate enrollment growth. However, given that there's been a surplus of financial aid because of the pandemic, this just seems wrong to apply this burden onto its students. If passed, this would go into effect and begin affecting the students entering fall of 2022. On top of the 2% increase, inflation will also be applied to it. Tuition would freeze for that class for the next six years, so every class of that, the increase would be applied. Many UC representatives argue that the current students shouldn't worry about it since it won't affect them. However, if you look at the movements uh, that are going on, especially in the Bay Area, these are students, these are advocates that aren't being affected, yet they know the morality and how wrong this is. Institutions get away with this by exploiting its students. This is not the first, however. Last year, the same proposal was brought up, but detained because of the COVID pandemic. Governor Newsom has offered an increase in funding purposely to avoid this output. Michael Drake, this wonderful man, the UC Systems President, has the audacity to say that in freezing tuition for six years, it will help families plan accordingly. Well, Mr. President, if I freeze the price of my dream home in Malibu, let's say, and with the part-time jobs I hold, along with the responsibilities of school, maybe in those six years, I'll be able to afford the mailbox. Freezing a price does not improve the financial student status of your students. Let me repeat that. You cannot account for the fluctuations in a student's life and use it to generalize every student's financial situation. Just because I know the ticket price does not magically make that amount appear in my wallet. I'm not gonna say any names. I don't wanna risk anyone or jeopardize anyone. But let's just say an informant points out that all UC campuses are expected to receive over 600 million in relief packages. Now, given myself that I am a UC student, it pains me to see that a chancellor of one of the most prestigious UC systems Carol Kreiss of UC Berkeley argues that this increase is a necessary step. Apparently, which I didn't know, research funding is taken mostly from those students' tuition. They claim that many positions were let go of and investments are now overdue. Now, while I'll agree that the investments are overdue, I do not think that stripping your students of their savings is the most appropriate approach. Cal Matters, an article, released a chart that would predict and visualize the increase in this tuition. As of now, students pay around over 10,000 in tuition. These are new and continuing undergraduate students. Graduate students pay a little more over that. Now, fast forward to 2026 with this new proposal passed. Out-of-state undergraduates will now be paying closer to $50,000 in tuition alone. In-state students, undergraduates specifically, would now be paying closer to 15,000. A student in Berkeley, which I am not going to name, has coined the term forever hike. I personally would encourage the students to spread this around because in my opinion, this phrase is direct. It says what the proposal is instead of the UC's pathetic attempt to brainwash us. In a tweet of that same informant, they made a shocking comparison in support against the tuition increase. Her tweet reads, When I attended UC Berkeley Haas program in 1990, tuition was 4000 Now that same program is well over 64000 I cannot speak for this program. But what I do know that if programs are truly improved, if the school and the UC system is truly investing their funds, then it is in fact a complete joke 
that some of these professors' educational practices do not justify their so-called improvements. There's one class that I know of, which I am not going to name, that you have to, listen to this, you have to get a digital ticket and stand in a virtual line in order to ask questions like if you were at some meat market. Let me tell you, UC system, how are you going to stand there and have the audacity with a straight face and strip me of $15,000 of financial aid when I am in dire need of help and wait for a professor to half-ass their job because of your program improvements? There you have it, folks. The beautiful UC system that prides itself in striving for accessibility and equity, or so they say. They have convinced themselves that I, a lower class, like many of my peers, lower class to middle class students, now me in specific with a severe psychological disability, am equally capable of affording their educational system like Jacob who was raised in an upper economical class in Silicon Valley by their parents who were informants for Google. Listen up you see, I may hear voices, but I'll never be as delusional as you are thinking that raising tuition will benefit every college applicant. For my fellow peers, I am here for you. I support you 100%. To all my UC fellows, do not be afraid for standing up for something you know is morally and statistically wrong. I want to give a special shout out. Follow them on Instagram, at CalYDSA. This is a specific group at UC Berkeley against this tuition increase. They are planning events, virtual as well as in person. If you are up in NorCal, please come out to these events. Show your support. We will not be silenced or defined by their numbers. We are people, we are students, and we are the educational system's future.